The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is struggling to let go of hope. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Right. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. We are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. So please take our advice as you see fit. All right. I'm going to dive right into today's letter. It is from GZ, whose pronouns are he, him, and who is writing to us from London, UK. Hey guys, so I'm a recent new listener to the podcast and I firstly want to say how much I enjoy it. It has been so good to listen to you guys talk on my long drives and in those moments where I felt like I needed someone to distract me. Mm -hmm. I've recently gone through a breakup after three years of being in a monogamous relationship with Elle. She, her, we went to the same school, kind of knew each other, but only many years later bumped into each other in London and started hanging out. This turned to, into a romance eventually. We shared a beautiful love full of fun and adventures and also intimate. We eventually moved in together and made a home away from home. Sex was always good until it wasn't due to mismatched libidos. She always wanted to, but I started to fall into patterns of comfort and feeling like I didn't need it as much. Cut to November of last year, and she tells me she slept with multiple men over the course of our relationship and has kept it a secret. 
She comes clean to try and start a new chapter in the relationship where she can be more honest, but obviously she's broken my trust. I try to forgive her, but the cheating has strained the relationship and we end up arguing a lot. A few months of that, despite an amazing holiday, and eventually she says she can't do it anymore and needs a break. It feels like a breakup and we're both devastated. I move out and the grief, I move out and we grieve the loss separately. We're on good terms, but it makes it almost harder to not want to talk and look for reassurances. It's been over a month and I expressed my desires to give it a go again, but she says we need to move on from each other and focus on ourselves for a bit before we can even think of giving it a go. Right now, she feels like she can't be in a relationship and wants to be on her own. It keeps hurting and I don't know how to let go because I still believe we can be back together. And she's led me to believe that too, even though right now she says the opposite. I don't know how to navigate this. I really believe in couples being able to meet again and make it work into a healthier and happier relationship. But holding on to this hope is also painful. And every time I seek reassurances in our future with her, she shuts me down. Mm. All right, Jeezy, thank you so much for writing and for trusting us with this question. Um, I'm really sorry that you're in this situation where you have um, faced infidelity, um, have faced cheating and, and sort of been surprised by what your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend shared with you. Um, and then to fall into these patterns around mistrust and fighting mm-hmm. and, and all of that, right? Like that is such a, a difficult place to be in, especially when you're trying to forgive somebody and, and it just feels like it's not available to you. Um, and then also this like kind of, it's not even like an end. It's kind of like a, uh, like a fizzling, like a, just like mm-hmm. a whimpering mm-hmm. out of a relationship as well. That can be so hard. Um, and, and not having the clarity around like, is this over? Are we getting back together? Can we get back together at some point? Like that is just such a, a challenging place to be in. So I'm sorry that that's what you're going through. Um, and I really appreciate that you came to us to look for some support and some some guidance on that. It's it's really meaningful. So we're going to get into talking about what you can do to help figure out how to navigate this hopeful and hopeless situation. And uh, we're going to do that in just a moment. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering 
partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling, thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. Uh, As Sam said, I know you're going through it right now. And I know from personal experience on both sides of this relationship, what a really troubling and hopeful and hopeless and confusing time this can be in a relationship where you are on a break or you're done, but there's been talks of reconciliation and you don't know where you stand. Like there's, there's no moving forward when... Um, when you're kept in this middle ground. And I want to confess to you um, that one of my biggest, probably one of my, probably the biggest relationship regret I have in my life is that I kept someone I loved in limbo after we separated for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And I did that because I thought it was, the kinder thing to do because I genuinely loved him and wished that we could make the relationship work, but knew somewhere deep down that I didn't want to be with him and just didn't know how to say that, you know, this is pre just break up time, pre talking about how to be in relationship 
with one another and have hard conversations. You know, mm-hmm. this was probably the peak of my life. Uh, excuse me. This was probably when I was at my peak anti-conflict. Right. And I, yeah. And so how do, how do you break up with someone when you want to avoid conflict? Well, you just, you, you keep them in the gray area because sure. it, it feels kinder. Right. Right. Or you <laughs> act out in the relationship by like, cheating on them with multiple people and, and right. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily, I don't know what's happening in this relationship because I'm not in it and I'm not your, I'm not your girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whichever term you're using at this point. Um, right. But like, that's also something that we do too. when we, when we're struggling with conflict is like, oh, well, I'll just get them to break up with me or I'll, I'll show them sort of indirectly how upset I am by doing things that are harmful to, to me and to our relationship as well. Yes, absolutely. And I regret that so much for myself and for him because I because I kept us in the gray area. He held on to hope and I held on to a ton of loathing, self-loathing and mm-hmm, guilt. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't let myself um, move on fully because I thought I didn't deserve it. And I didn't let him move on fully because I didn't, I wasn't, I couldn't do the kind and honest thing and say, like, we need to be apart. Like we, we're, there's no future here. Um, And also because at that time, I believed that you could, that I, I'll speak just for myself. I believed that I could inhabit that gray area like morally and, and that we would be able to both move on while we lived there. You know, like Mm. this was pre black, black, black era, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this was when I thought I didn't need that kind of space and distance. And again, like you can be friends with your exes, you can be cordial with your exes, you can get back together with your exes. All of these things are possible, but like us here at Just Break Up, we believe in taking a serious and, um, committed separation mm-hmm. one in which like you don't imagine getting back together yep. so that you two can become the people that you're meant to be outside of this relationship. So that you can cl- fully close the door on the, the relationship, um, the past relationship, if there's ever possibility for the future. Um, I just, I, I really regret this because I now just from, from my lived experience on this show, like have such a different view on, on the aftermath of a breakup. And I really believe that we all benefit from, from, from letting go, from fully shutting things down. (laughs) (laughs) And that might sound cold, but let me put it this way to our letter writer. Like your ex isn't being nice by saying that you might reconcile after you two have had time apart. Like, sure. It's kinder to say we are not getting back together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think at this point, you're going to have to be nice to yourself and tell yourself you don't want to be with someone who, who doesn't commit to you. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. And I, I know that you're sort of, you are in this belief that couples can take time apart and come back together and have things be happier and healthy. And, and yes, absolutely. I agree with that, right? Like that is a possibility for couples to do. And I, I know couples 
one of whom is my co-host, right? Where that was a thing that happened, right? Like they came back together and their relationship was really different. But just because that's possible doesn't mean that it's true in your circumstance, right? And and I think that like sometimes we get held up on this thing of like, well, I firmly believe that you can be friends with your ex. And it's like, yes, hypothetically, I agree with that. Does that mean that I need to be friends with this particular ex? No, mm. absolutely not. Right. And mm-hmm. and you sort of like, I want to say that like you accepting the fact that you two are not going to get back together doesn't mean that you need to dismantle that belief that it's possible for people to do it. Right. Um, and so like, I want you to like continue to take a look at this relationship specifically, right? Like what is working well about it for you, which it sounds like not, not much at this moment, right? sounds like there was cheating. There was a lot of arguing and now you are in this relationship with this person who is telling you that you're on a break and that she doesn't see right now any possibility of you getting back together, right? Like that's, not a great place for you to be in, right? Like that's not a super, and I'm speaking about this and from like this relationship and your experience in it and not like some hypothetical, do we believe in the possibility of love, right? Like, yes, I absolutely believe in the possibility of love, but for you in this moment, like this relationship is not serving you very well at all. And I don't think it's serving your girlfriend very well at all either, right? To be in this limbo, to be in this place where this infidelity has happened repeatedly that there have, that you've struggled to find a way to forgive her, which again, doesn't mean that you're incapable of forgiveness for things that people have done to you, right? This just means that you are not able to forgive her for this particular situation, right? Yeah. And I think so many times like the we think that our actions or like what's happening to us in the moment are somehow part of like a broader narrative about who we are or what it means to be us. And sometimes we really have to situate what's happening in the context of what's actually mm. happening, right? You That's can powerful. still believe that there is ability to forgive people after infidelity and say, and not in this instance, right? Like it is mm. possible. It is not possible here. Right. You Mm. could even say like, it's really possible for people to go on breaks in relationships and then come back together at the end of them and have things be better and, and easier. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's happening in this relationship with these two people. So I, I just want to say that because like, I, I know that at least for me, I have struggled with the idea of how do I hold fast to things I believe to be true when yeah. in this particular instance, it feels like this thing isn't isn't happening. But that's because yeah. you can believe that people can forgive after infidelity and also say, I also believe that people can't in forgive after infidelity sometimes. Mm-hmm. It really depends mm-hmm. on the situation, depends on the circumstances. Totally. And like, I just want you to sort of see this in, in a little bit more of a clearer way so that you can make decisions about this relationship that are gonna be beneficial yeah. for you. Yeah. And, you know, Sam and I's advice, none of it, you know, the primary goal of our advice is just to give those folks out there who are hurting or confused or grieving just a different way to look at something. That's how we move through these hard emotions is we find new ways to look at it. It doesn't make those emotions go away automatically. This isn't going to make your breakup any 
you know, you're not going to get through it faster, but it, like we move through things like sadness and grief and heartbreak by moving through it, by, by finding new perspectives, by, Mm -hmm. by experiencing different emotions through it. And another perspective I want to give you is I'm wondering if you can ask yourself, are you missing the relationship or are you missing what you thought the relationship was? Mm. Because the relationship was that she cheated on you. That's real. Throughout that whole time. And that is incredibly painful and unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And, and it was her breaking the trust and the agreement that you two had about your relationship. Right. So you're missing, you're missing what you thought the relationship was. And, and that's not your fault. That's not naive of you. You were in one relationship and you're upholding that relationship, but she was in another, Mm -hmm. right? She was in, she was in this, this truer and uglier version, right? That she was withholding from you. Like, I wonder if you start to shift the language you're using, like, it's not, I wish we were still together. It's, I wish she didn't cheat on me. Mm. I wish, I wish she had been more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I wish she wanted to be with me, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not uphold what was not, let's not uphold what we learned is wasn't true about our relationship. Mm. You know, yeah. let's uphold the reality, mm-hmm. you know, and, and put the relationship's actual flaws on trial here. It's not, oh my God, I I want our perfect relationship back because the relationship wasn't perfect. On that note, really quickly, I just want to say, um, you know, it's okay if you, uh, the way that the letter writer described the libido um, difference, you know, mismatched libidos saying that his ex always wanted to, but that he started to fall into a pattern of comfort and feeling like I didn't need to as much. I just want to say to the letter writer, like, that's totally okay. You didn't, yeah. you didn't, um, lead her to cheating nope. by denying her sex. Like you, there's nothing wrong with mismatched libidos that mm-hmm. couples deal with that around the globe in a <laughs> thousand sure. different ways that aren't going behind the back of your partner and, breaking the agreement you had in your specific partnership, right? Yep. Um, And there's a hundred reasons why people have mismatched libidos or don't want to have sex as much. Like it's not that you did anything wrong by slowing down the amount of sex you had. I just want to say that explicitly, you know, especially because there's a lot of toxic narratives out there about men and masculinity and the sex that they have and the virality of that sex. Um, you did nothing to deserve her cheating on you. No, absolutely. You did not cause and it. You're, and you're allowed to not want to have sex. For sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And she is allowed to talk about what that means for her and and how that impacts your relationship. And it sounds like she didn't, right? Instead, yeah. she she went out and, and found whatever it was that she needed from other people. And, and, and other I would places. also even say like those things are disconnected. It's not like a cause and... For cause sure. and uh, what's the word? Effect. <laughs> <That's> an effect. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, like I said, like people around the world f- deal with mismatched libidos in a thousand different ways that aren't um, cheating. So I just Absolutely. don't want you to internalize that as like your fault. For sure. And the cheating might have been about everything besides yeah. the, the mismatched yeah. libido, right? Like it, yep. it may have been about all sorts of different things. Um, yeah. And, and so like you didn't cause that to happen. Um, 
and you're not causing her to want to take this break from you, right? Like all of this stuff is so, there's so many different reasons why all of this stuff happens. Mm -hmm. And, and so like, I just want to say to you that you deserve to be with someone who's going to want to fully be with you. You deserve to be someone who's not going to cheat on you. You deserve to be with somebody who is going to say to you when you say, can we get together? Yes, yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Right. Like that is, that is something that you deserve. It's something that you is a, is out there for you. And I think that the amount of time that you spend allowing this person to sort of string you into a really gray area that doesn't feel good, that doesn't have clear parameters um, is time that you're going to sort of miss in figuring out what it is you want and what sort of relationship you're looking for and how you want to think about going about doing that. Um, Because it, it feels like there's not a lot of potential in what you currently have with this person. It doesn't sound like it's going to a place where it's going to be nutritious for you. It certainly isn't now in its current iteration, but it also sounds like that's not even, that's not even something that is promised at this point or not even something that is like hinted at, right? Like it is, it is sort of like, this is going to be it for the foreseeable future. And and you don't deserve that. You don't deserve to be in a place where you're, you're scrounging for crumbs from somebody who is, who this entire relationship has been like feasting on multiple different meals. I don't, I don't know if I like that metaphor. (laughs) Nope. We're going to abandon that one. (laughs) Um, And I just want to add to that. Your ex may be being black and white now and saying like, no, we're not together. And, and she said previously that you could get back together one day you have to listen to what she's saying now. Yep. You have to respect yourself and respect what she's saying and say, there's no future here. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I need to move on from this instead of waiting in the holding pen of this other person's life. Like you deserve that. You deserve, you deserve to move forward. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, my darling, I know this is really hard and Sam and I are with you in all of this pain. I I promise you it's not going to feel like this forever. That is the mm. one thing I am sure of is that it's not going to feel like this forever. And so I hope you carry that with you in the days to come. And we hope that this helps. Absolutely. Thank you so much for yeah. writing. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in more content from us, or if you're interested in getting your episodes ad-free, you can support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash pod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions at about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcast and his music on Spotify. And remember... Sometimes we have to do the thing that hurts. We have to do the thing that we don't want to do, that we don't want to be true. Sometimes the next step or the next investment in our future and our happiness 
doesn't feel good, especially when we're in a gray area, especially when we, we don't want to move forward. Sometimes we have to push ourselves off that ledge a little into the, into the unknown, into the, into the future that we deserve because the present isn't doing it for us. And if all else fails, just break up.